Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's go to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Very happy to have Eric Eager back with us. He's the vice president at Sumer Sports. It would be fun for me, Eric, to say what it is you guys do and read what it says up on your Twitter page, because it, but it's way too smart for me. What do you guys do at Sumer Sports? Yeah, well, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's uh, can't believe we're already to the end of the season. I know. Um, it, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, we, we uh, use, you know, basically analytics and, and traditional scouting to build uh, roster, t- you know, building tools for NFL teams. Uh, we also have a website, sumersports.com, that provides uh, custom statistics uh, and tools for the for fans and, and fantasy players and, and that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to build something cool there and, and trying, to, trying to raise the, the conversation ar- around football. And people can figure all that out by going to you guys on Twitter, at sumersports, S-U-M-E-R sports. Best way to do it? Best way to do it. Or sumersports.com, where we uh, – where we have, you know, our, our take and, and we're uh, this coming weekend, we had a playoff preview, which was really, which is really cool. And you can go and download that if you want to look at, you know, what the Browns stats were going into the, 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 the playoffs um, and some cool insights into their season. It was a great season for them. Uh, and then coming out next week, we're going to have a Super Bowl preview, which will be uh, quite an in-depth analysis, uh, you know, player props, all that kind of stuff uh, coming out for, for this Super Bowl that's, uh, that's coming up in a couple weeks. Awesome. I, I, let me just start here. Let's let's talk about the Lions yesterday and the way the game Dan Campbell called the game. Now I know a lot of people say, well, they did this all season long, um, but it was interesting to watch them. You know what they lost a seventeen point lead in that game yesterday, and you know go for it on fourth down. Don't go. I'm just curious. Your just your overall take on that Lions Niners game yesterday? Yeah, I mean, I think that for the most part, you know, Dan Campbell did. I think what he had to do. I mean, the only the only mistake I think he actually made. And I think a lot of people might bristle at this is I don't think he should have kicked a field goal at the end of the half. I think uh, in a lot of ways, you know, and this is actually, I'm not even going to take the numbers out of this. If you go into the half up 28, uh, seven, them getting the ball, I think you're in a much better position, obviously. But I also think if you don't get it and you go into the half up 21, seven, you're more alert, right. than you are going into the half up 24, seven, right? A three score lead feels safer than a two score lead. And I think the Lions came out in the second half and unfortunately, you know, slept walked a little bit in in that third quarter. And so that was like the one, I don't think he was even aggressive enough at the end of the first half, especially given they were so on their toes. The Niners couldn't buy a stop in the first half of that game. Uh, I think that that was the one mistake he made. Now, you know, people will say, you know, you could have kicked the field goal when you're up 14. I mean, it's fourth and two. Josh Reynolds is wide open. You got to catch that ball. And then, um, you know, at the end of the yeah, the, at the end where they were down three, but the ease with which the Niners drove down and made that a 10 point game to me feels like 
if you're going to send out your kicker, and, and Michael Badgley, I mean, he was the kicker for Detroit this year for four games only because they had struggled so much, and that's not a great kicking stadium. Badgley in his career was just 37 of 48 from 40 to 49. That was why he was run out of L.A. as the Chargers kicker. So everybody took those points as a gimme. I, I just think I'd trust that offense, one of the best in the league, to convert some fourth and shorts rather than trust the kicker in that spot. Eric, the way the teams seem to be using fourth down as an offensive play more than they have in the past, and, and the Lions were kind of the poster child for that, analytically, is that the right play most of the time? Usually usually it is. Um, you know, there are some situations, you know, where kicking obviously is better. I think if you have a defense like the Chiefs, like like the Ravens, um, you know, but even the Ravens went for fourth down at their own 30 the other day. I mean, imagine what that game would have been had they punted that ball down 7-0 and not scored on their first drive to make it 7-7. Um, or the Chiefs went for fourth and two when they were kind of, you know, in Baltimore territory. You know, I, I think that there are some situations where I'm more uh, okay with kicking when you have a great defense, but neither one of those teams could, you know, the only, the only thing that was stopping either one of those offenses were, the, were those offenses, you know? And so I think what, I think, you know, most of the time in the NFL, you want the game to be in your own hands. And when you're playing defense, it's simply not for most teams. So were you surprised by either of the outcomes yesterday? Or I mean, I think we all thought these would be close games yesterday. Um, and I, Kansas said, I, I don't know, I just, were you surprised? Like, I'm not surprised today. I'm curious if you are. I, well, at the betting markets, there were a lot of very sharp, very professional people that I know in the, in the space that were, were betting Baltimore. And I think the only surprising thing for me, um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm friends with people in that building, and I, and I, you know, I was talking to them, you know, all week, and I, I you know, and I'm a Chiefs fan, and I know where their weaknesses are. I, I, for the life of me, did not understand the offensive game plan that the Ravens had. The Chiefs, you know, are bottom third of the league team in run defense. They were without their nose tackle, starting nose tackle. They were without Willie Gay, or one of their starting linebackers. And they gave six carries to running backs all we, game. Yep, we, we were chatting about that earlier, Eric. I couldn't, I couldn't understand it for the life and, of me. And I, and I feel like, I, I don't know if you guys remember this game, but like, the Super Bowl between the Packers and the, and the Steelers, it felt like Bruce Arians was trying to prove to everybody that, that Ben Roethlisberger was a Hall of Famer. And it cost them the early parts of that game and ultimately the game. I felt like that whole game, Todd Monken was trying to prove to everybody that Lamar Jackson could play the type of game Patrick Mahomes could play. And I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's great. I think he's worth every penny for that team. But he's not Patrick Mahomes, right? And and he doesn't need to be. That team's much better than the Chiefs, I think, from 2 to 53. And unfortunately, I thought that that was – and it wasn't like – the Chiefs did dominate the first half of that game, both time of possession and yards. Like, But you were only down 7 for most of that game, you know, 7 and then 10. You could have ran the ball for most of that game, still, you know, played your normal offense. And it felt like they were trying to prove a point, which – to me, you know, that's a big edge in football when you try to prove a point as opposed to doing what will win you the game. Eric Eager joining us from Sumer Sports. I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. I, I was stunned because it's the number, and obviously Lamar Jackson, a big part of their running game, but it's the number one running team in the National Football League. It didn't matter who they had at running back, whether it was Keaton Mitchell or whether who was out, 
or Gus Edwards or Justin Hill. I mean, they and they had Dalvin Cook, who, who they haven't dusted off yet. And I, I couldn't believe it. Do you think that that was just, as you said, was it Todd Munkin wanting to show that Lamar can throw the ball, or did they think that that was actually the best way to attack Kansas City? I mean, I think it's so funny because the Chiefs' defense hasn't given up more than seven points in the second half since all the way back to the Green Bay game, right around, think, you know, I believe it was the week after Thanksgiving. So for a long time. And the cornerstone, like, you know, we even saw it in the Super Bowl last year, but the Steve Spagnuolo defenses, you can get to them early, but you really can't get to them late. And, and so I felt like they must have thought that the Chiefs were just going to stack the box and force Lamar to beat them. But I think you have to make them actually do that first, right? You can't zig before the other team zags. You know what I mean? And, and so I was just so perplexed that they didn't have, yeah, they didn't do it, but I, it, yeah, I don't know. I, and, and it's funny, I was actually at the Ravens game against the, 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 te- uh, the Texans the week before, and when that game went into halftime 10-10, the whole building, the people I was around, it was kind of one of those, like, oh, here we go again situations, right? They, they, they've always kind of, Lamar hadn't been a great player as a favorite in the playoffs. And so, you know, I, I thought, and I was incorrect about this because they were able to get a stop right away, but I thought the Chiefs should have taken the ball out of the coin flip because I thought if they got ahead, it was going to turn out like the Titans playoff game a couple of years ago. And it really did where, but, but it was, it was largely because the Ravens fell into the same trap that they did in the Titans game where they got behind by a little bit and they abandoned their identity totally. And it just, to me, it made zero sense. I, I have no idea what they were thinking. Um, it was interesting because I, I looked at some things, and I think you'll appreciate this as a Kansas City guy, that there were only three states that were rooting for Kansas City in yesterday's <laughs> game. Did you see what they were? Kansas, Missouri, and Ohio. Yeah, so, baby. Yeah, and we're obviously, one, because of the Ravens, and two, because of um, because of Travis Kelsey. So I, I'm just I'm curious your thoughts on that, and then I, I hate to ask the, the question, but are you over the Taylor Swift thing? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. So <laughs> I had to ask. So funny, only because I'm only Ohio, asking you this because I really want to ask you about your league table on your website, but I've got to ask you this. So, so go ahead. Sorry. 
So it's funny because I used to live in Cincinnati when I worked for PFF for Chris and like the Bengals fans hate the chiefs. I feel like they hate the chiefs more than they maybe even hate the Steelers, Browns, Bengals and rate like it, or sorry, the Ravens and the, and the Steelers and the Browns. So like, it surprises me that the Kelsey Cleveland, you know, hatred for the Raven, you know, like that overcame the, the Bengals hatred for the chiefs. Yeah. Um, but, but, that's it, cool. but he played for UC. Maybe that was sneaking him in there. Maybe that's maybe, what brought yeah. over Southern Northern Kentucky yeah. is what I should call it. Actually, <laughs> I mean, my opinion on Taylor Swift is like, look, this team has dealt with like Mahomes, wife has at times been a little annoying. Mahomes, brother, has had, I mean, his like Things. Taylor Swift among like sideshows in Chiefs in Lure has been like is like median. She's not even like anywhere close to the worst. So I'll take it. And honestly, Kelsey and you guys like Kelsey's brought so much joy to this fan base. He's so good. He's like one of the best tight ends ever. And obviously, two Super Bowls like they can do whatever, and I won't. I wouldn't be upset as a Chiefs fan. Like. I get why some people might be annoyed, but I think it's just overall annoyance at how good Mahomes and Reed and now that they have a defense, it just seems inevitable now. And, you know, they could lose on uh, next Sunday. Of course, the Niners are a great team, but I think if you're an AFC fan base specifically, but an NFL fan in general, like you're just annoyed at the chiefs inevitability, aren't you? Yes. I'm not actually. I think a lot of people are Eric. I, I actually have a ton of respect for them. I, I think they're fun to watch. Uh, Eric Eager joining us from Sumer Sports. The Browns reportedly continuing with their offensive staff shakeup and bringing in Ken Dorsey as offensive coordinator. What happened in Buffalo this year? Was it his fault? Because it seems like he was the fall guy. Yeah, the offense was actually more efficient with Dorsey than it was with with the guy that replaced him. Um, and, And so... Uh, Buffalo is a weird one, right? They were the classic, you know, their record wasn't as good as they were. They lost a lot of close games. And, you know, you guys have had that in Cleveland at times too, right? Where you're, you guys have a very talented roster. And first, you know, there, there have been games, you know, this year, obviously the games went your way, but there have been other years where it don't, it, it didn't. And I think that that was, he was the fall guy for a team that was outperforming their win loss record. And, you know, when Joe Brady took over, um, you know, it went down a little bit. They ran the ball a little bit more. Um, but, you know, Josh, there was a couple bounces that went the Bills' way this time. And, and um, you know, they, they traded for Rasul Douglas, who got some interceptions on that side of the ball, which helped. Um, so I, I, I like Dorsey. I think, you know, the, the real thing is going to be, you know, Stefanski does such a good job with, you know, mid-tier quarterbacks, guys that can turn their back to the, to the defense, run play action, really leverage a great offensive line. And a lot of that stuff went away this year, and he was still good at still generating better offense than his talent. And Watson, in theory, shouldn't have to be that quarterback. He should be the quarterback that you kind of run a Mahomes-type offense with. You spread it out. You, you let him play backyard football. And I just don't know if that meshes all that well with the current regime. So, um, you know, Dorsey kind of can play that kind of football so maybe this is the right bridge from the head coach, who I think is clearly very good, to the quarterback, who has at times in his career been clearly very good. And I think this maybe this is more of a stylistic bridge between those two. Eric, last thought. Does all of the research that you guys do at Sumer Sports and everything you go through say that Kevin Stefanski is a good NFL play caller, not good? Where is he? 
he is a he is a well above average NFL play caller, and he is a terrific NFL head coach. Okay. Well, there's our talking point for the next segment. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, again, how can folks get with your information? Sumersports.com, and I, yeah, obviously I'm on Twitter at Eric Eager underscore, and then we are, are ourselves at at Sumer Sports, wherever you can uh, go to social media. So I uh, really appreciate the, the plug there. And we are going to have a Super Bowl preview coming out next week uh, for anybody that likes to dabble in the – I know the sports betting is legal in Ohio, uh, so anybody who likes to dabble in the Super Bowl props and all that kind of stuff, uh, hopefully hopefully you'll find it useful. Eric, great to have you with us again. Thanks, Thank Eric. You. Appreciate it. Take care, guys. Eric Eager, Sumer Sports on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.